I'm Kyler Allred. I'm Michael Chambers. And today we're going to be talking about episodes 7 and 8 of Star Wars Rebels, Empire Day, and Gathering Forces. And this is the Star Wars Senate. How's it going, Mikey? Good, good. How about yourself? Good. I'm excited to do another Rebels episode. Yeah, yeah. It's been a little bit. Yeah, it, it yeah, it has. We've done a few spotlights and movies and stuff yeah. in between, but uh, uh, excited to get back into it. Yeah. But uh, first, before we get into anything, I would like to say that today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30 day free trial at www.audibletrial.com/swspod. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. And uh, we'd like to give you a little uh, recommendation. Yeah. And uh, I'd like to uh, uh, rec- uh, recommend A New Dawn. Um, because that that's a book that uh, has to deal with uh, Kanan and Hera meeting up oh, together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, pretty fitting for today. Yeah, so, I think it's uh, pretty good. Uh, it's a really good book, so check it out. And... Uh, and again, to download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash SWSpod. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash SWSpod for your free audiobook. All right, so let's get into it. Absolutely. So uh, we're getting more into, uh, you know, Kanan and Ezra are doing a lot more Jedi training. Yeah, training, for sure. They start off uh, training with the Lothcat yeah. um, on Lothal. Um, and obviously, like, Ezra's having trouble doing it, and yeah. and he doesn't really get the hang of it at all. Right, yeah, Kanan's showing him that he needs to connect with people, yeah. that the Force connects people and, and uh, beings. and Yeah, and then the the reason, and then he kind of, Ezra kind of doubts himself a little yeah. bit, because, like, and the, the reason we find out later in the episode is because it's uh, Empire Day, and that it is also Ezra's, Ezra's birthday. birthday. Ezra was born exactly the day that the empire became a thing that order 66 happened and which and, is insane yeah that's a crazy thing to think about <laughs> it's yeah 15 he's 15 yeah, so 15. 15 years of the empire as well as as yeah. being 15 yeah and it's really interesting seeing that the empire is kind of forcing everybody to be like oh have a happy empire day yeah. be very patriotic yeah. we're having a parade yeah and in in certain books and other type like comics and all that stuff you know that there are people that are like oh the empire is the best thing for the right, galaxy yeah. you know? even and though they're not a part of the empire they still believe in it right well is- and there's even people who you know it's just their government so they don't really know what it, right what it is or what they, they don't really pay attention yeah kind of like i mean like yeah it's it makes sense and and that's kind of stuff is happening so they're just like oh well. yeah, yeah 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 you know and they're just like oh it's a parade cool empire day woohoo yeah whatever yeah it's yeah. like a little celebration sounds good right yeah and then of course in this episode we see uh people who are definitely against the empire yeah. they don't in the the bar yeah where they don't run the ads they don't run yeah anything. they don't run the imperial feed no. you know that was really interesting uh to to see uh the it, the imperial tie pilots come in and and say 
oh, uh, it's, it's the law, turn that on. Yeah. And he, they turn it on, and then uh, Gal Travis starts taking it over, and it has a rebel broadcast, and like, turn that off! And old right. Joe, the bartender, is it's, like, it's, it's the, the law. law. Yeah. <laughs> his, his translator is really interesting. Yeah, old Joe is the, the bartender, and he's an Ithorian, one of the hammerhead guys. Yeah. And their mouths are on the side of their head, and so his translator kind of comes around his neck and hooks into his mouth yeah. on the side. And They're like little microphones on either side of his, yeah. of his head. Or I guess neck, technically. Yeah, um, I, re- I really like stuff like that because it really fleshes out the universe a little bit. Yeah. You know, that people certain people would need stuff like this maybe they're like ethorians they w- maybe can't speak basic because right. of their anatomy yeah. and stuff like that but they have things to help them yeah speak basic. exactly oh, kind of yeah. like uh, um plocoon yeah plocoon. yeah yeah yeah, kinda, little... yeah yeah plocoon has the little uh mask and respirator, respirator that he yeah. can't it, it's a little different because it, it, he can speak normally but he just can't breathe our air right yeah and then the also there's that lady from uh uh the force awakens Oh wait, no, she doesn't. Never mind. <laughs> uh, she just talks into the. Oh, oh, are you talking about the spy? Yeah, that, yeah. She just she has a weird voice, but yeah, she just talks into. I it, was I thinking, out for some reason, I just thought translator immediately. <laughs> I was like that's nope. <laughs> um, but it, it's really cool to see that the our rebels that we follow, Kanan, Hera, uh, Zeb, Sabine, and Ezra, and Chopper. Yeah. They waste no time and they see that a parade's gone on and they're like, well, let's go blow something up. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> they, they blow up the uh, the advanced tie. The advanced tie version one. Version one. Because the uh, we see an advanced tie X1 in A New Hope yeah, and that's, that's what uh, Darth Vader That's flies. Darth Vader's uh, tie fighter, yeah. Yeah. But the advanced tie version one's really cool because its wings can kind of fold up on yeah. on itself, and they're like uh, kind of like semicircles a yeah. little bit, like on either side. Yeah, instead of being straight fins, kind of like yeah. normal tie fighters, they're curved. They're like all crescents. the way curved yeah. instead of like maybe uh, 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 Darth Vader's where it's like kind of angular. Yeah, yeah. It's all just one curve. It's really cool. Right, and and that's and it's kind of funny that we get villains that fly these tie advanced most. Yeah. Yeah. You know, well, main villains. Yeah. Yeah, because we get Darth Vader flying the TIE advanced in A New Hope, and then the Grand Inquisitor yeah. flies it in this episode. The Grand Inquisitor, uh, while he's flying the TIE, his helmet, you mentioned it yeah. while we were watching it, but uh, it reminded me of uh, like the Old Republic kind of armor. Kind yeah. Of stuff. Like whenever, yeah, like, it has that straight singular yeah, visor that... Yeah. Like Sith would wear. Like, yeah. uh, uh, Mandalorians would wear. Exactly, yeah. yeah. yeah and, really cool. Yeah, and I love... The Old Republic stuff, so yeah, seeing that kind of thing, those kind of things in like newer Star right. Wars things is awesome, and it's really cool too because th- these two episodes are kind of uh, they're a two parter because at yeah. the end of this first episode it says to be continued, yeah. So if we jump around and uh, you're not wondering, uh, and you're wondering why, uh, which episode it is, yeah. uh, it's because it's a two parter, so it kind of ties in yeah, together, they're kind so, of the same yeah. episode, and yeah. So, I mean, like they're two different episodes, but they're kind of in the same kind of set story. I mean, yeah, the second one takes place right after the yeah. first one. So, yeah. um, because this whole episode deals with them trying to uh, get Zebo, the uh, Rodian, yeah. away from the Empire because he has Imperial secrets. Yeah, and that it's it's kind of like a part of the, the main story of yeah. like, the first season, and that's pretty cool. Yeah, because you get you get a lot more about Ezra. Yeah. you get a lot more about his family. You mm-hmm. know, they never really mentioned his parents before. Yeah, and you get you find out that the Zebo character is uh, an old friend of Ezra's parents who uh, betrayed them. Yeah. And Ezra's really upset, and he's very angsty this episode, oh, which yeah. kind of makes sense. You know, it's his birthday, which is also Empire Day, and then he finds out 
uh, he finds this guy who betrayed his family, and he has to protect him now. Yeah. And yeah. So and Ezra's going through a lot in this episode. It, yeah, it's, I mean, it makes sense because he's been going through all this traumatic stuff since he was, he said multiple times in the episodes, he's been alone since he was seven, so of yeah. course he's going to be kind of angsty uh, Yeah. that. Um, yeah, it seems like he's he, he's been trying to run away from it a little bit, yeah. you know, like that he doesn't, like he, he's just kind of come to the conclusion that his parents are dead, mm-hmm. and uh, when, when he can finally find out if they are or not, he he's like, I don't know if I want to find out. You yeah. Know? And uh, it's still at the end of uh, both of these episodes, we still don't really know if his parents are dead yet. Yeah, because like Hera knows, yeah. but she never yeah. tells Ezra at the end of the episode. Right. And of course, later on, we find out that they are, but uh, it they they just kind of, they, Ezra needs time to kind of gather himself and right. I think learn more with Kanan, kind of compose himself, mm-hmm. you know. And by the end of this episode, I kind of think whenever... Uh, Sabine gives the picture to Ezra. Mm, the picture of his, of his him, family. His, yeah. yeah. Um, it kind of seems like his birthday is finally a happy moment again. Yeah, he's... he's like he, a happy day. He's kind of uh, getting closure. Yeah, and he kind, of, he kind of forgets that the Empire days today and all right. that stuff. He just, he, he just focuses on, on his, his family, family a little yeah. bit. And, yeah, uh, and that's really cool that Sabine did that. Yeah. It, it, well, it's interesting because we got a lot more of Sabine this episode. She was trying to cheer Ezra up yeah. and uh, trying to, you know, maybe you should trust Zebo. Maybe yeah. you, we should try to find out what happened to your parents, you know. And Ezra's like, no, I know, they're dead. And she's yeah. like, do you know that, though? Exactly, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, really, it's really cool. Um, whenever Kanan is, and, like, all of them are running from the Inquisitor and huh. the, the Empire and stuff like that with Zebo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, he, whenever he's fighting Agent Callus, yeah, and then he jumps away oh, onto the ship. Yeah, the, he's fighting Agent uh, Callus on uh, the top of a, a troop transport. Yeah, and the the ghost is floating right above it, and Kanan's uh, fighting him and tells him to lift off. And so the ghost lifts off, and Kanan kind of jumps and floats yeah. to the ghost, which I, is really cool. I was thinking it was it was very Obi Wan, uh, not Obi Wan, Qui Gon esque in uh, Phantom Menace. Oh yeah, and I was like, hey, that's that's pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> And it's also really cool that uh, uh, this show, uh, you know, they're trying to figure out uh, what to do when they got uh, tagged by the Empire. Yeah. And so they figure out, oh, we're gonna uh, we're gonna eject the Phantom, and you guys are gonna uh, go away and lead them somewhere else. And where they lead them to is that old Clone Wars base. Yeah. Uh, that old Clone Wars base that we see in Out of Darkness mm-hmm. that uh, that Hera and uh, Sabine found. Yeah. And uh, I, I like that uh, little bit of continuity. Yeah, whenever they're like, oh, well, this was this place is bad, and there's those uh, monster thingies, so let's, like, use the Force to to draw away the Empire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, it's kind of smart. They're like, okay, we know this is close, yeah. so let's go there and have these monsters eat the Empire. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really, it was a smart idea. Like, uh, it's risky, but it's a smart idea to, to eject the, uh, the Phantom. Yeah. Uh, I think that was really, really, really cool. Yeah, it is. Uh, at the beginning, whenever they're still, whenever they're in space and they haven't gone to hyperspace yet, mm-hmm. um, the music uh, cue that we oh, hear is kind yeah. of like the uh, the chase from uh, a, new a new hope. Yeah, but kind of remixed. Yeah, a the dun bit. dun dun dun. Yeah, but yeah, it's a little, it's kind of a little slower, a little more, yeah. more tense. Yeah, which is 
really cool. And I really I, liked that. Yeah. yeah, another testament to how awesome uh, Kevin Kiner is. Yeah, really good. Yeah. Um, whenever they do finally jump into hyperspace, though, uh, I noticed it's a one little minute detail, but whenever they finally jump into hyperspace after getting away from or um, fixing the yeah. uh, the ship. Um, you see the light kind of warp around the two Star Destroyers oh, that are going yeah. in between, and I thought that looked really cool. Yeah, they had a co- uh, bit of cool effects in these two episodes, like when uh, the ghost ejected, they were in hyperspace, so the ghost had to eject in hyperspace, yeah. and they were like, are you sure about that? And yeah. so it's a dangerous thing, and so once they ejected, you saw all this lo- rainbow light, you know, yeah. like kind of fractures, and, and it was really cool to see that. Uh, yeah, it seems pretty disorienting. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Whenever the Phantom and Kanan was like right after they were done, and they were like, "Now that was the easy part." <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, but I like um, whenever they get to the planet and all that stuff, and mm-hmm. or I guess it's not a planet; it's on a asteroid field. Yeah, asteroid field. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like the whole coming back to the beginning of the episode where mm-hmm. uh, Ezra faces his fears and lets yeah. go. Yeah, and one thing I noted that uh, it's, it's really cool that even in these tense situations that uh, Kanan's kind of realizing he's like, even in these tense situations, I can teach him something, yeah. you know, that he, he kind of needs to learn in uh, in the thick of it all, yeah. you know? And even Ezra says something about that, I think Kanan's like, it's kind of the best way to learn sometimes. Yeah. And, you know, when Ezra, when all the creatures are about to uh, attack them and Kanan's like, come on, you got this. And uh, Ezra's like, I forgive you, Zebo, And that's when he gets really... Uh, calm and uh, has uh, kind of control over those creatures or well maybe not control but connection over those creatures with those creatures Uh, and while that happens he kind of establishes like a force connection connection with with Zebo, which is really interesting yeah it is and it kind of uh, makes Zebo's mind a little bit more whole yeah because throughout these two episodes Zebo's kind of crazy yeah uh, and I can't really think for himself yeah and we haven't actually mentioned this I forgot um Zebo has the oh yeah Lobot kind of esque oh the the cybernetics yeah, yeah the, cybernetic yeah. thing on his head. and it, it kind of messes with his mind yeah. throughout this whole these two episodes i felt bad for Zebo. oh yeah like uh, with all the ezra stuff you know uh ezra thinking that he betrayed his family mm-hmm. and what's going on with his head yeah him running away from the empire right and him losing his his consciousness because yeah. he's this kind of like lobot yeah. you know lobot uh, they uh, went into this in uh, a Lando comic mm-hmm. about uh, Lobot had just got his cybernetics and he's just started losing his humanity. Yeah. And it, it went into uh, him and Lando's friendship and how that, that cybernetics kind of messes with your head. Right. And by the time of Empire, he's not really the Lando that... Uh, or not, uh, the, the Lobot that Lando knew. Right, he's just like this mindless robot, pretty much. Yeah, and, and that's kind of what it seemed like Zebo was turning into, but then with that like force connection, yeah. uh, Ezra kind of repaired his mind a little bit. Yeah. And uh, th- that, was, that was really cool to see. It was really cool uh, cut where you know Ezra says, I forgive you, Zebo," and then Zebo kind of snaps out of it and goes... Uh, and says I'm I'm sorry yeah. as well I'm, I'm sorry Ezra Bridger and he kind of uh, you, we see that he's more yeah. himself again yeah. and I think it's it's a really interesting uh, take because like yeah. if Lobot had the same treatment maybe he would have actually you know been himself again or right whatever but obviously it's way too late for that now yeah 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 it's crazy to see how the empire has oppressed everyone you know like yeah. like they're even this whole empire day thing is that they're just they're forcing people to be 
joyous. Uh, joyous and patriotic. Yeah. They're putting cybernetics on people, even though they said in this episode that it seems like Zebo volunteered for it. Yeah. But uh, they're putting these cybernetics on people that uh, that make them lose their humanity yeah. and their selves. And it, it's crazy that... Uh, the empire really is bad you oh, know yeah. you know we like to you know like oh stormtroopers look cool darth vader kylo ren they look yeah. cool but like it, really root for the rebels and oh, stuff yeah. <laughs> and, like, and they're 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 some pretty bad dudes honestly yeah. like legit and it's it's they it, they Star Wars really tries to drive that hard, but there are people still for the Empire, 100%. But it's like, that's not a bad thing. No, it's not a bad thing, because uh, hell, I dress up as a Stormtrooper. Yeah. You know? and, I mean, the 501st, uh, oh, yeah. they do incredible work. You know? I, I, they're and awesome. It, it, it's just, uh, at, at these times, uh, you realize how bad the Empire can be. And even in a kid's show, you know, yeah. it shows all this. And it's, it's yeah. It, like, yeah, it's fiction, and we can dress up as Stormtroopers yeah. and stuff, but it, it's interesting to see them... Uh, uh, hit home uh, uh, that yeah the empire's pretty bad. It's kind of like rooting for like uh, I don't know like the the, the Joker and like the Batman. Comic. Yeah. Well, not like rooting for him, but like liking the character. Yeah, liking the character. Yeah, it's a really interesting thing how that's happened in uh, uh, this culture. Yeah. You know, like I mean, look at like Breaking Bad. You yeah, know? like you root for uh, Walter White a yeah. lot, and he's the bad guy. Yeah, and uh, you know, and There's we someone- we. We see uh, the Rogue One scene of Darth Vader cutting yeah. up those rebels, and we're like, like, "Oh heck yeah!" No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's it's really interesting, you know. And that just goes to show that this is all fiction, oh, and yeah. you shouldn't take it too seriously. Yeah. But then, when you really delve into the story, like the, these Rebels episodes, do you really see how bad the Empire is? Yeah. And, uh, uh, how uh, down their luck the rebels are. Yeah, you know, and they, yeah. This is like the beginning of the re- like. It hasn't really even started. Like, the yeah, it's not really even an alliance yet because yeah. this time in rebels uh, we haven't found it out yet. But there's just small little pockets of rebellion. Like sects. That, yeah. yeah. Um, whenever the empire is showing up to, uh, like the the asteroid field mm-hmm. um, to stop. Uh, Ezra and Kanan, mm-hmm. the shot that they used to, to deploy the, what's it called? The the big wing guy. Oh, the, uh, the, the just the transport? I it's, don't know. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's the, uh, the Imperial transport. Yeah. There it is. Um, the shot that they use is very interesting. It's, it, it's the, it's the shot from, uh, I believe it's the same shot from, uh, a few movies actually whenever they they're under oh the, they're, the, the star they're under and you see the kind of bubble that, and, the, and yeah. then the the whatever comes out like type type yeah. have done that before i the whenever the emperor come comes with the uh transport in i think um return of the jedi yeah i yeah, think yeah. it's the same shot as well and i uh, saw that it's from the side or or no from the bottom from the right? bottom yeah, of right, the, right, right. the star destroyer yeah and i was like that's that's cool that they use that shot because that's a very Star iconic Wars, shot that's a yeah. very iconic classic shot from star wars i yeah. love that so much yeah it, it, it is really cool um and uh i really like uh seeing that entire fleet of uh, oh yeah yeah you get see the star destroyer and the tie fighters and uh and it's it's really cool uh just to see that and then the rebels are like oh crap <laughs> yeah the the grand the grandscape of like the empire in general is wild like you don't really it's like this like six or seven no i think it is six people 
against an entire army. Oh, it's yeah. It's insane. Well, that's another uh, aspect of, like, the rebels where they're these ragtag group, you mm-hmm. know, but... Uh, that uh, they're so down on their luck, and they don't have all these resources that the empire does, but they still fight. They yeah. still they still uh, believe in what they do, and uh, still need to uh, stop this evil regime. Even you know? if they yeah. are the like yeah. a really low power group, they still try their hardest to do that. Yeah, it's kind of. I mean, the biggest uh, theme of the rebels is hope. You know, yeah. you see that in Rogue One, where Jin is like. Uh, we have to fight. We have hope. That's that's all we really need, yeah. you know. And and then Admiral Radis, you know, we have to fight. <laughs> <laughs> I believe in her. And then all those other weaselly uh, uh, senators, you know. Like, nah. Nah, nah, we're not going to do that. We we don't have the power, you know. Yeah. And, and then you see what the re- rebels can do. I yeah. mean, Luke Skywalker was by himself when he destroyed the uh, the Death Star. Yeah. That's true. Well, he was with Han was up there with him, but right. uh, but I mean, like for the pretty much for like, most of it, most it, of, it, for the most part, he was in there. Yeah, done. Yeah. Um, the the Inquisitor is actually portrayed like very like a very strong presence in this in these two episodes. Yeah. Not too much in the first one, but more in the second episode where he's just like kind of just a force to be reckoned with. Oh, real quick. Yeah. I misunderstood you, I think, when uh, we were talking about the the transports. I th- thought you were talking about the, the you know, like the stuff that Kanan and uh, uh, them were fighting on. Oh, no, no. No, no, the Imperial shuttles the the, the, the with the big wing. Yeah. Okay, okay, because I was a little confused. I was like, uh-huh, Star Destroyer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. The, whenever they're underneath with the, the, the Imperial shuttle comes yeah, down. Yeah, the Imperial, yeah, the, the one that, like, in Return of the Jedi, yeah. the Han and Leia. And, okay, yeah. my bad. No, you're good, man. <laughs> you're good. Um, you, I, like, I like the... the, the <laughs> The realization. Yeah, the realization. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's what he was talking he was about. Like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> good. Um, but no, like, uh, the Inquisitor is, like, s- super strong. In oh, episode. he's a force to be reckoned with, to be sure. Yeah. And he's very intimidating, He too. is very intimidating. Like, whenever he's fighting Kanan with the lightsaber yeah. and all that stuff. And he's not even caring about the, the creatures. That right, they, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's just, he's using the force to just throw them away yeah, or like slice them. them yeah. Yeah. Um, and then whenever Kanan comes in, they have that battle. Yeah. He's just fighting him with one hand behind his back. Yeah, with one, only one saber whenever he has the two. Yeah, yeah. He can ignite both blades, but he has only one blade out, one hand behind his back. He's smiling, you know. The entire time. <laughs> and he's just kicking Kanan's butt the yeah. whole time. And right? I mean, this is the first time, too, that we see Ezra ever hold a lightsaber, albeit for... One second. Yeah, because the the Inquisitor's like, nope, that's mine now. <laughs> yeah, because uh, Ezra picks it up after Kanan's down, ignites it, and then the Inquisitor's like, nope. It just uses the Force to take it right out of his, out of his hand. <laughs> it, was, it was crazy. And then just Force pushes both of them. Yeah. Kanan goes flying. He fell earlier. And then, like, and Ezra's, Ezra's almost Ezra off later. a cliff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I really like the shot where the Empire first comes into the, the little hangar on that asteroid oh, uh, yeah. base. Um where uh, Kanan and Ezra are meditating with all the creatures behind them. Oh, yeah. And uh, that, that looked really it cool. Was, it was like, oh, what's going on <laughs> yeah. now? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a really cool scene. I liked that one a lot. And I, I really like how this episode really delved into how the dark side can take you over a little bit. Yeah. And like like when uh, uh, the, the Grand Inquisitor was threatening Ezra and threatening Kanan and... Uh, Ezra was like, no, and then he starts using the force, and you see all the rocks floating and rumbling, yeah. and then you see the big freaking monster behind him, yeah. and uh, 
and just Ezra's just this crazy face, uh, you know, the angry face, and then he collapses. Yeah. And uh, uh, the Grand Inquisitor has to fight that giant monster. Yeah. And then later, Ezra says, I felt really cold. Yeah. And it, it's really interesting because it seems like the dark side manifests in that way a lot. Yeah. You know, whenever you feel a dark side, whenever a Force user feels a dark side user, like Darth Vader or Darth Maul, they always say, I feel really cold, yeah. you know? And it's it's interesting whenever uh, Kanan was talking about the Force and, like, the dark side of the Force, mm-hmm. he's like, he'd have to, he has to have... If you don't have a will strong enough, the dark side tends to take over because it's yeah. an easier path and all that. Yeah, like Yoda said, like easier, Yoda more seductive, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and I kind of reminded, and it's this is I didn't write this down in my notes because I was like I'm not sure. Yeah. But it was um, uh, it kind of reminded me of like kind of like Green Lantern stuff a little bit. Oh like yeah. Will and like fear and like fear tends to be like like you easier just, yeah you just like hey follow sinestro yeah. you choose fear easy just follow what he does it's yeah. the easy path or you can just be strong be willful and you'll be a yeah yeah it's, it's really interesting to think it in that term yeah you know? I, it's I, I just thought of that i've been reading up on a lot of green lantern stuff recently yeah so and it kind of just i like i like being able to look at other uh, uh pieces of uh Media, media, and then uh, fandoms and things, yeah. and uh, being able to connect them. And yeah, stuff like it's that. really, it's really interesting to think of it that way. And yeah, it's 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 interesting to to see that not just a few people have thought of this. It's a, it's a thing right, yeah, and uh, they, well. they uh, use these type of ideas in different ways. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It's really cool. Um, it was a really sm- short moment, but whenever Ezra and Kanan are escaping and the lightsaber throw it focuses on that for a good couple seconds maybe yeah. a second actually where let's just it's just focusing on the lightsaber the yeah, entire time yeah. uh and it's really it's really weird it's a really weird shot but i like it yeah it's a really cool shot yeah it is um rebels has a lot of those where they're, they're new shots that we haven't seen in star wars but they still feel you know like they're a part of this universe yeah you know? um i really liked i really like seeing you know, we didn't see... These were focused mostly on Ezra and Kanan. And, and, um, but uh, I really liked when we saw, like, Chopper. Like, when he uh, tried to fix the, the, the ship and uh, he got zapped. Yeah. And then they fix him up and he just goes immediately into battle mode when yeah. they start him back up. He's like... <laughs> and they're like, no, calm down, calm down. And, and he just drives away. Just, you know, like, just cursing everybody out. <laughs> and it just... Chopper is... <laughs> he's so grumpy he's so grumpy it's it's funny um and this I, we didn't mention it whenever we mentioned uh uh ezra's parents in the picture and all that stuff this oh. is the first time we see ezra's what parents. Er, ezra's parents look like you know uh, yeah and it's it's really interesting it, uh, interesting to see a little bit more into ezra's backstory because yeah. uh you know of course we just think of him as the street rat and of course you know he's an orphan and and, uh, and all of that but uh we get more into you know He's born on Empire Day. Yeah. His parents uh, were sold out by uh, this Rodian who yeah. went to work for the Empire. That he has a lot more uh, personal stakes yeah. in this than we thought he did. Yeah, you know? and then Zebo was supposed to take care of Ezra, but didn't. Yeah, that was also another thing where, like, Zebo was like, "I couldn't take care of Ezra Bridger, Ezra Bridger," which is really interesting. Maybe yeah. that's why he ran. You know. Yeah, and then he he did that. He wanted to make up for it mm-hmm. by learning all this information and uh, storing all, all that information with his cybernetics and that's yeah. why he volunteered and all that uh, and it makes sense like and 
Ezra was really angry, like really angry at him at the yeah. beginning. Like, um, but it's it's interesting to see him like grow mm-hmm. pretty quickly. Uh, I mean, like it makes sense. Yeah, and and, and it, it's really testament to Kanan too. Kanan knows that he needs to. Uh, teach him and uh, get him to learn this and and then of course also Sabine saying like maybe you should trust him and and uh, I I just really like that uh, development that we see that Ezra's like I I need to forgive him I can't I can't hold on to this anger that's a very Jedi thing yeah I can't hold on to this anger and uh, grudge yeah it's it's really cool to see Mm mm-hmm yeah um, there's a lot of cool stuff in these two episodes because uh, besides the first episode which is technically two parts this was our first uh two-parter episode and i liked seeing a lot more of this uh connectivity yeah you know and uh like it it was really interesting too to see uh uh when they were first running away from the empire uh after they blew up the 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 tie fighter in uh the parade yeah uh that zeb sees uh, Agent Callus is like, I need to, I need to finish him. And Kanan's like, No, if you're gonna finish someone, finish that guy. Yeah. And he points at the Grand Inquisitor. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. It's it's, and then obviously he misses because. Yeah. 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 The Grand Inquisitor's still alive. <laughs> yeah. Um, one of the things that I really liked in the the parade scene, whatever, yeah. uh, after uh, Kanan puts the explosive on the Tie Fighter, he gets yeah. caught by the. By a stormtrooper. Oh yeah, and he's just <laughs> pretending to be this super patriotic dude. Yeah, he's like, "Yeah, go Empire! What's up, everybody? Oh, I love the Empire Day. Did you see those fireworks? <laughs> so good." And Ezra comes in, and is like, "Hey, Dad!" And he's like, "My dad's just so patriotic." And Kane is like, "Yeah, go Empire!" <laughs> I love that. Speaking of those fireworks, so uh, Sabine gave them to. Uh, uh, Zeb to throw yeah. and Zeb uh, <laughs> they're just these little like thermal detonator type things and he throws them and there's like 10 fireworks that pop it, out of crazy. them like there's so many fireworks <laughs> I was like wow there's a lot there's a lot in, in there um, when we were talking about Ezra's backstory a little bit we didn't mention that where they found Zebo was Ezra's old home yes yeah his house which was also really interesting because when they first uh, go to enter it uh, Sabine says that it says that Empire desecrated and that it's a, a, a like marked a, as like a no like a no go zone. zone yeah yeah where yeah, um, you shouldn't enter there mm-hmm. yeah. and we find out that Ezra's uh, parents and I think maybe we've already we already knew this but no 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 this, yeah. is, this is the first mention we've ever hear of Ezra's parents in general I think so whether we whether he says he had parents or not in the other ones right. I don't, I don't know but um, I think this is the the first time we hear you know what more, more than just I had a mom and dad right yeah, of yeah. course. Um, but they were like kind of like the dredglings of the of the beginning of the rebellion, kind of. Well, yeah, they they would uh, they would they would in their basement they had a little recording studio where yeah. they would uh, send transmissions about uh, against the empire yeah. and stuff like that. And that's probably one reason why they got killed, you know. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's it's insane, and it, like they got taken away and all that stuff. Yeah. But we eventually do re- uh, realize that they are. A dead within yeah. the series. Um. Yeah, and it's really interesting that unbeknownst to 
Ezra, he kind of follows in his parents' footsteps, yeah. you know, like he follows these rebels and then he later finds out that his parents were kind of rebels yeah. too, you know. Yeah, he, she, they stood up for what they believed in. Yeah. It's the exact same yeah. thing. So what they, they would doing. be proud of him. You oh, know? Yeah. yeah, 100%. I think so too. Yeah, and I, I really like that uh, the, the ghost team is very much becoming Ezra's family, yeah. you know, and it, they care so much about, like, at the very end when... Uh, when Kane, uh, when Ezra, uh, sorry, when Hera wants to uh, talk to Ezra about what she learned from Zebo, and Kanan's like, "No, I think he needs a little bit of time." That was very a mom and dad type of thing. And the and the whole Sabine coming in and giving him the present the, and saying yeah. happy birthday. And yeah, and it's like that's nice. Yeah, and then you have that like sibling rivalry with Zeb and Chopper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it's this whole like happy family. Kind yeah. Of thing. yeah, yeah, and this really these two episodes really. Uh, laid the groundwork for a lot of what happens later you know yeah a lot of you know we see a lot of times ezra connect with animals a lot in in the series and so uh him connecting with these creatures uh really uh, plants the seeds for that you know we see it we learn a lot more about his parents yeah his parents uh become a bigger presence in this too and i believe we do see zebo later on in the series as well i'm not sure i don't i I might be wrong, but I don't think we do. No, I yeah. think I, re- I thought I remembered. Uh, an episode, you might be right. I'm not sure, but um, we'll see. Yeah, we'll yeah, see eventually. <laughs> we will see. But um, I just one thing I really love about this show is the the hopefulness. Like I yeah. mentioned earlier, you know, uh, like in Rogue One, that they really drive home this hope. Yeah, and that y- even if you're the smallest person, you can stand up to the biggest threat. Yeah. You know? It's like a, the whole David and Goliath thing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially with this uh, episode where uh, Ezra is standing up against the, the Grand Inquisitor. Yeah. Yeah. And I was, uh, I just, this popped into my mind. I guess that's kind of like what the whole thing with uh, Luke and the Death Star is, too. Oh, yeah. Very David and Goliath. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I never really thought about that, but I guess it Yeah, is. you know, I don't, I, I don't think about that, that uh, you know, the the bible stuff that much but yeah. yeah it's it's interesting to see those uh connections yeah. yeah it's it's really interesting there's there's a lot of uh new details that we get you know with like the the empire in this yeah. and uh that you got to keep that empire uh transmission on and i was like that's interesting so yeah. that you're they're also regulating what they watch on their screens yeah. <laughs> regulating it like everything they they do yeah in in this entire like society and yeah and in Lothal in each ep- in each episode we keep seeing more and more different uh like more and more empire stuff yeah like you know like now we're seeing tie fighters fly around the streets and mm-hmm. the tie pilots are making the rounds and and it, it's just uh, crazy that Lothal keeps becoming more and more oppressed. Yeah, it's it's pretty interesting to see the the progression of the empire on Lothal. Yeah, and that, it really trans it really shows later in the series. Like we later see that Lothal just becomes like a hot spot for just empire stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a uh, like for a little while they're off Lothal, then they come back, and it's just. It's just filled with empire. It almost reminds me a little bit of like a Blade Runner esque thing, where it's like imperial buildings. Yeah, just dark and uh, no one's on the streets, you know. And it's crazy seeing those uh, this start of that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and it's and it's interesting because you see uh, whenever Zebo is showing the the uh, ghost team Mm -hmm. the plans for uh, the empire. Yeah. 
it's it's like a five-year plan like it's oh yeah they planned out a bunch of stuff for just lothal yeah new tie fighters new uh, uh like adats are coming yeah. you know and it's and, pretty cool to see yeah yeah it, it's it really fleshes out this oh, world because yeah. uh, it's crazy uh a lot of the times rebels just sticks on lothal like yeah of course they go to other places and yeah uh, especially later in the series but uh they stick on Lothal a lot, but they still manage to make it seem like this big, uh, this big world, and that you know other things are happening as well. Yeah, and um, that, uh, and that's what they find out later too, because Ezra's, you know, like, oh, my home planet's being, uh, being oppressed and destroyed, and like they're like, well, so are so many other places as well. True. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Yeah, so this this was a little shorter it was episode, a little shorter, but we but, I think we got to our point. Yeah, we did a little quicker. Mm-hmm. As we were going through, we kind of like we knew yeah. what we wanted to talk about. We got to those points quicker. Yeah, um, and, and and I think covering a show like this, we're gonna uh, cover stuff that we've touched on before. Yeah, and yeah, and uh, cut it. It's gonna be shorter episodes anyway because it's yeah. only an hour, and a yeah. lot of the stuff that we've talked about, we've talked about before. We might reiterate something. Yeah, yeah. We'll always. But we we have so much fun talking about these and. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to get to some of the the crazier stuff. With me too. Rebels. Like I'm, I think my most anticipated episode is the season finale. With, oh with yeah. Like uh, like Mustafar and all that and. Uh, uh, with Mustafar in yeah, the yeah. first season. Yeah. Mustafar is in the first season. Yeah. I don't remember. You don't this remember at all. that at all? No. They fight uh, the Grand Inquisitor, like right outside of that. On Mustafar? They don't fight. I don't think they fight on Mustafar. They're going towards Mustafar. Interesting. See, I don't remember that there at all. Yeah. This, is, this is really good that we're watching this. Yeah. Maybe like I, I remember most of the like later seasons, like Darth Maul. Right, and, right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. and like uh, Obi Wan and all that. See, I remember them fighting the Grand Inquisitor, but I don't remember yeah. it being on Mustafar. I don't think it was on Mustafar. That's the thing. Or they, like they, on route to Mustafar. Because like one one line they say is like uh, Ezra asks what's Mustafar and then, and then oh and then goes, that's where Hera the, says that's where Jedi, Jedi go to die. die I remember that but I thought it was later for some they reason ca- I think they capture Kanan and then they go to Mustafar oh okay and then Ezra goes on like a, a rescue mission okay uh, I I'm remembering it now yeah. but I was like Mustafar what are you talking yeah, about yeah. man yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, Wow. Yeah, a little, yeah, little, I, little sneak peek, I guess, there for you I guys. Guess, I guess so. I mean, I guess it's good that we're uh, <laughs> re-watching <laughs> this stuff. <laughs> it's interesting to see what, like, you remember, and also the things that I remember. Are, like, yeah, I mean, that's what's cool about rewatches is seeing, yeah. uh, you know, like, oh, I didn't remember that. Yeah. Or, uh, or, like, you thought one thing was going to happen. Like, like I said, I remember that line, and I remember... Uh, I remember them fighting the Grand Inquisitor, yeah. but like I didn't know it was en route to Mustafar, and I didn't know that that line happened in this yeah. season. So <laughs> yeah, and it's uh, uh, it, it's interesting that you say that like uh, oh I didn't remember that yeah. because I that happened yesterday when we were watching Heat. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah we <laughs> a bunch of actors. Yeah, but it was good. Um, anyway, uh, well, thank you guys for listening. Uh, follow us on Twitter at SWSenatePod. That's S-W-S-E-N-A-T-E-P-O-D to make sure you don't miss an episode. If you'd like to follow, if you'd like to follow Kyler and me directly, mine is at Mr. Master Schmike, and at, uh, Kyler's is at Kyler Mark Allred. We'd also like to give a special thanks to Sierra Hawkins, and you can find her on Twitter at AceHawkins13. 
We'd also like to give a thanks to Curtis Batson for composing our theme song. You can find him on Fiverr at Fiverr.com slash Curtis Batson and on Twitter at BlackDolphinENT. We'd also like to thank uh, Ryan Brown for making our uh, logo. It's uh, at Ryan Brown Comic Art on Instagram. And be sure to uh, uh, rate, follow, review, subscribe, or whatever you do on uh, the podcast uh you're listening on <laughs> yeah and I, I i wanted to say thank you for rating and listening yeah. and stuff because we're at over 250 listens according to anchor and stuff and yeah. that really that really uh it, makes us excited it, and it blows my mind honestly yeah we're like, just two guys uh talking about star wars because we love it and yeah. uh thank you so much for listening uh whoever listens yeah it, it, i really we really appreciate we really it, do 100 thank you again guys and uh we'll see you in the next one